we're going to start. Uh, I'm going to pray. Father, thanks so much for bringing us together for Sunday School. Uh, thank you that we can learn about you um, and learn uh, about uh, biblical truths and, and uh, these doctrines that we um, believe in and uh, hold fast to. Let's be with us as we go through the doctrine of sin. Uh, may we learn more about it and uh, yeah, we thank you for everything. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright. So this is second, second to last lesson on the Apostles' Creed. It's the forgiveness of sins. Next week, Michael's doing the the last uh, the on last eschatology. line. Oh, I've been teaching on eschatology. Oh, that sounds really exciting. Okay. Um, the charts. <coughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be good. Next week uh, will be really good. Michael's teaching is always a, a great time. Um, all right. So we're gonna go through a few points of what is sin. Um, Oh, not what is sin, just uh, sin in general. Um, and it's, it looks text-heavy, but don't be, uh, don't be too uh, worried. Um, we'll go through it uh, quickly and we'll just talk about it. So, pretty casual. Um, Alright, so we begin with what is sin. Um, before looking at that, what do, you guys, what do you guys think sin is? Like, what, what do you guys... Or how when you think of sin, what do you view? Uh, view, yeah. What do you view sin as? You know, like breaking the rules. Breaking the rules, yeah. Or like, I always grew up like thinking <coughs> of sin, or the the kind of uh, definition we always use was like missing the mark. <laughs> missing do you the remember? Mark. Yeah. Doing stuff that you see on a rap video. <laughs> it's always simple. <laughs> yeah. That's a really great definition. But uh, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, sin. Sin by from Grudem. He says sin is any failure to conform to the moral law of God in act, attitude, or nature. Right. So so sin is not just about doing bad. Right. It's about not doing good. Right. Not uh, um, not conforming. Not following the rules of God. Um, you could be not doing anything. You'd be like lazy. You'd be slothful, and you could be sinning. Right? You just waste your life, um, and that's uh, that's a sin, and not glorifying God. Right? Um, so sin is anything that in act, attitude, or nature. Right? So that's really hard. Right? We're we're just thoroughly sinful. Right? And we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but we'll start with uh, we'll start with a, a little theory of where sin came from um, and how we inherited it, and then we'll. We'll move on to talk about uh, actual sin in our lives uh, and what happens when Christians sin um, and the punishment of sin. Um, so we'll start with uh, uh, where did sin come from? Um, and this one's always kind of tricky. It's, it's kind of like there's, it's really hard to answer. I think, uh, I think, I don't think anyone knows where original, original sin came from, right? In the sense that uh, God, in, God is not the author of sin, right? Uh, so we have a few passages here uh, that just uh, give evidence of that. Um, Hannah, could you read uh, the first one, Deuteronomy? Mm-hmm. Deuteronomy 32.4 The rock, his word <coughs> is perfect, for all his ways are justice. The God of faithfulness and without iniquity, just and upright is he. Yeah, thanks. Uh, okay, can you read, Joel? Therefore, hear me, you men of understanding. Far be it from God that he should do wickedness, and from the Almighty that he should do wrong. Mm. Tub. All right, <coughs> 
Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself temp- tempts no one. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, so so God is not the author of sin, right? Um, and that's that's really, in a sense, it makes sense, but it's hard to grasp, right? Where did sin come from then? Um, and even like theologians don't know exactly where sin from came from. Um, it, could, it started from, from the fall, right? And we see evidence of that in John, 1 John 3 and in Jude. Um, where uh, I'll just I'll go through this quickly uh, where the devil was begin- uh, has been sinning from the beginning uh, and Jude 1 6 uh, gives evidence that uh, that there was something going on before the creation of man right the angels who did not stay within their own position authority but left their proper dwelling um, he has kept in eternal chains and their gloomy darkness until the judgment of the great day um, so that's where we we've we kind of come to the understanding that um, sin started in in the heavenly realms, right? And Satan, Satan was trying to go above God. And we see that in Isaiah fourteen too, uh, I think, where uh, they're trying to put themselves above God. Um, so that's the very beginning. But we don't know God is not the author of that, and so yet God is sovereign over it. So, so if you think about sin, or think about this. This is how I've seen it before, right? Here's God, and sin is sin is in here, right? So sin. Right? So he's not the author. This is mind baffling, right? He's not the author of sin. He didn't create sin, but he's sovereign over sin, right? So this is kind of weird. So there's been different theories of how actual sin came into place, um, and then I think a lot of people came came up before with the thought of dualism, and we talked about that in C.S. Lewis how how uh, dualism. This is we don't believe dualism, but but some people think that since there's good, it's like a yin yang, right? There's evil, right? <coughs> Uh, but that's not biblical. Uh, we see that God is not the author of sin. Um, so ultimately, we don't know exactly how it started. Um, but we do know uh, how it started in the human race, right? Okay, um, you got you got to have a question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry. I see your face. I know you. Do you have any questions on that? I know uh, it's really... I guess your it, issue, Kay. It is mind-boggling because mm-hmm. if God's the creator of everything, yeah. how can sin happen? Mm-hmm. You know, and... If God had a choice, you know, if once, uh, say once, uh, you know, Satan decided to sin, yeah. why didn't God just yeah. erase Satan and yeah. just have everything good? That is a good question. Ultimately, we don't know, but I, I have heard that uh, if without sin, we wouldn't see the certain, we wouldn't see certain attributes of God, right? We wouldn't know that He's merciful, mm-hmm. right? We wouldn't know that He's. Um, just and righteous and holy, right? We wouldn't be able to compare. Uh, we just see God as... as no, we holy. would know. That's just looking at dualism. Oh, yeah. So we do know that He's just and right without sin. But we wouldn't know, you're right, His, um, mercy. His mercy. But we also wouldn't know that He's a God of wrath against mm-hmm. sin. Yeah. Um, so, ultimately, don't, don't, it's just one of those things we'll have to ask when, when we're there. Um, yeah, but nobody knows. Nobody knows. Um, <coughs> yeah, but we do know uh, where we are as humans and how it started as uh, from the human race. Um, so, Augustine, yes. I think, not that this is the answer, but Augustine, <coughs> I think, had a really interesting um, way to look at it. He said sin isn't a thing, right? Like righteousness is a thing in the sense that righteousness is what you do. Um, it's 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 an attribute. It's 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 this. Um, it's this thing that was always there because it, it emanates from God, but 
But sin is, is, is not like righteousness. It's the absence of righteousness. Mm. And so as, uh, Augustine had this great illustration that um, righteousness is like an apple and sin <coughs> is the bite in the apple. So mm. it's, it's, it's the negation or it's the absence of. And so it's not that <laughs> it came to be from out of... It, it's not like there was something there in it and it created it. It's just the lack of. Right. I think, you know, there's some helpful way to think of it in that way, right? Yeah. That um, that the way sin came to be is simply that there was always righteousness and holiness yeah. and, be- and, some- and beautifulness, and then something marred it. It, it just became absent. Um, yeah. I guess that... Still a picture. We don't know. We don't know how that happened. Though. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Well, it, well, well. I guess you'll talk about it, but it it happened through um, um, Adam and Eve, yeah. or Adam having a choice, right? Being presented with a choice. Yeah. Thanks. Any other questions? He put me on the spot. Has <laughs> <laughs> that you've been asking for a while? Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah, we um, we do know how the. Uh, Sin, uh, sin began in the human race, right? Uh, we see the account uh, in Genesis three, right? It doesn't take very long for, for God, uh, for Adam to, to sin. Um, Ash, can you read uh, Genesis? Yes. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was to be desired to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate, and she also gave some to her husband who was with her, and he ate. And the eyes of both were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves one cloths. So as soon as they disobeyed God, they, they knew they were naked, right? They felt that shame. Um, so that's how it began. And then the next one we'll talk about how through Adam we inherit both the guilt legal, legally in legal status and both in our sin, our natures, right? As the corruption of our, um, uh, just of our being. Um, <coughs> you guys have any questions? Cool. All right, so we'll talk about how we inherited the sin of Adam. Um, let's see. Karen, could you read uh, that passage for us, Romans 5? Yes. Um, Therefore, just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, and so death spread to all men because all sinned. For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given, but sin is not counted where there is no law. Yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam, who was a type of the one who was to come. Therefore, as one trespass led to condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness leads to justification and life for all men. For as by the one man's disobedience the many were made sinners, so by the one man's obedience the many will be made righteous. Yeah, so it's talking about Adam and, and Jesus, right? Um, reversing that, but I thought this was really interesting. Uh, Thirteen and fourteen, um, where where Paul says, "For sin indeed was in the world before the law was given, right? Before Moses, um, but sin is not counted where there is no law. So there's no if there's no law, there's no sin, right? Uh, yet death reigned from he says, yet death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over those whose sinning was not like the transgression of Adam. So so that's kind of a, a um, kind of like a, a sign of how um, because Adam of Adam's sin, uh, then even though there's no law and there's no sin, if there's no law, right, then there, there is still death. So he's talking about how, how, uh, um, 
yeah, how that's like a, a punishment, a penalty of Adam's sin, right? Um, I don't know if that makes sense, but I thought that was really interesting. Um, and yeah, so we're guilty not only in... Uh, um, so this right now, we're, we're talking about we're, we're guilty uh, uh, in legal status, right? Uh, but when we look down to the next point, we're also uh, corrupted. So, let's see, so... Does that make sense? Legal status is just meaning how God views us, right? So we can, uh, th- so through, let's see, I don't know. So through Adam, right? So Adam messed it up for everybody, right? So now, uh, so now everyone is what? sinful, sin, right? I will say sinful. Or, uh, and so now God views, because of Adam, God views, he, we inherited his uh, sinfulness. So, so God now looks at uh, everybody after Adam and uh, every, the entire world as sinful. Meaning, even though we, do, we haven't sinned, even before we were born, we're, we're, uh, we're sinful, right? Even at, in the womb, we're sinful. Uh, so, <coughs> so legally, God views us as, as, uh, as sinners. Um, but then we go on to talk about how when we and then when we go on living we begin to sin yeah but before you go on yeah. with that, that aspect can you expand more on what does it mean that uh, we uh, we have this illegal guilt from Adam um, we so so legal status is uh um, is how is how um, I was trying to explain. I, I, I um, let's see. Uh, what's a good example? So is it is it the case that um, is it the case that uh, you know Adam sins and then we just watch his example and then therefore we sin? Is that what you're talking about? Mm, no. No. It's, so it's what are you talking about? <laughs> it's the uh, the the legal status. <laughs> I don't know how to say any more than yeah yes yes imputed it's kind of in, uh, I, I was using inherited but yeah imputed so how it's kind of like how once we become believers right uh, Jesus imputes his righteousness on us so it's the same manner where Adam imputes his sinfulness on us what does that um, mean it means that it's it's put on to us as a human race it's it's uh, I don't know how to just tease that so out like, <laughs> like inherited. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we were using the word inherited, um, but yeah, how do we tease that out? So, um, like, if you if you think about inheritance, like, how does inheritance work, and how does how is that analogous to, <coughs> to the way sin works here? <coughs> well, when you inherit something, you're getting something from uh, that once belonged to the other person. Sure. And so you're taking over uh, whatever, if you were talking about property, you would be taking over property. Sure. In this case, I, I think we're talking about sin nature itself is becomes part of your nature also. Yeah, yeah. But it's not the nature we're still talking about. Yeah, we're talking, we're about, talking the about the legal, legal status, status, right? right? The legal status? Yeah. Oh, sorry for coming in late. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The legal status. <coughs> well, legal status as far as the law is um, 
Well, uh, man's supposed to live by God's law. If we can't live by his law, then we're separated from him. Uh, we're, I guess, doomed for death, spiritually. Yeah. yeah. So, in the same way. The but then, I mean, Harry, you were saying that, like, <laughs> even when we're in the womb, right. we're guilty. <coughs> we don't have a chance to obey or disobey the law. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I view this as kind of like how uh, through Adam then uh, mankind was corrupted. Um, and so, so it's kind of like it just taints the entire entirety of the human race. Um, and so legal status is even before we are able to, in a sense, sin, right? God already views us as, uh, as sinners. But I don't know how... Um, I think I think another way, uh, <coughs> a very helpful way to think of it is rep, he's the representative, mm. okay. right? Um, <coughs> a great example would be the the biblical story of uh, David and Goliath, yeah. right? So the Philistines and Israel are massing for battle, yeah. and they say, "Hey, why should we all fight and kill each other? Let's just send one champion each. They fight it out, and whoever wins." Yeah. the whole army wins and whoever loses the whole army loses mm. right so David and Goliath fight um, as representatives David representing Israel Goliath representing the Philistines David defeats Israel uh, David defeats uh, Goliath and in his victory counts for all of Israel even though they weren't there on the battlefield does that make sense? Mm -hmm. yes yeah that, yeah so that's what it means, uh, the word, that word impute, it's just yeah. a fancy word, means to credit. It means that uh, even though we weren't there, Adam's our representative. We, we, uh, he, he represents us, or another fancy word is he's <coughs> our head, Yeah. right? And then, you know, in theology we call him, he's our federal head. The word federal just means <coughs> representative. Okay. We have a lot of words for representative. Um, it's, it's kind of like the way um, the government works, right? You elect a senator, mm -hmm. and even though you're not there in Congress, the senator decides for you, right? He, he makes the decisions. He does the votes, even though you're not there. And so, and then he, what he does affects all of us. Like he says, let's have taxes go yeah, up. Yeah. You can't say, but I object, and then you don't get to pay taxes. You have to pay higher taxes. If he says taxes go down, same same principle and so Adam represents us yeah. and so even though we weren't there even though we don't do anything even before we're born we're guilty mm. what do you guys think of that is that fair or what do yes. you guys think <coughs> totally unfair <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's really good um, <coughs> yeah and um, yeah, any questions on Michael's <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so so uh, from here, from because he, as a re representative of uh, of us, and he's fa he he fails and or he's sinful, right? He casts everybody is legally uh, guilty, right? Um, but that also creates in us this nature, right? This nature, uh, something. No, no, no. Before we go on, okay. I really feel like. You're not feeling the rub of this. You're not feeling the amazingness of this. Or maybe amazing is the wrong word. The, the ghastliness of this. Mm. Um, do you guys understand what we're saying here? 
You're guilty not because of what you what you do. That's only secondary. You're guilty because your great 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 great, great grandfather right. rebelled. Uh-huh. And before you were even born, <coughs> you're you're already guilty. You're already destined to hell. Yeah, and I guess we could talk about that too now. How Jesus, right? And in the same manner, uh, Jesus, uh, um, as believers, right? We're he imputes into uh, onto us. Uh, we inherit just, and he Jesus is our representative, right? And so we see how how um, it says in Romans how uh, uh, as one trespass led uh, led to condemnation for all men, so one act of righteousness that's Jesus, right, leads to justification and life for all men. So yeah. it's it's very similar where Jesus. Yeah, I, th- I think like a a, 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 a better chart would be. <laughs> So all humanity is under Adam, and then there's a failure, mm-hmm. and then, and then Christ, his one act of righteousness, yes, the church is saved, or the church is uh, the church the church is looked upon as righteous. So you can say that like the, uh, like uh, so it's not, so it's so to 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 continue the parallel, you know, even though we didn't do nothing. We are condemned because of what Adam did in the garden. And if we are in Christ, even though we didn't do anything, right. because Christ's right, Christ is righteous, God says, it's that, it's that same word, he imputes righteousness or he credits righteousness. So structurally, like one with Christ and one with Adam, they're exactly the same. Exactly except, the same. Di- except different outcomes. That's correct. That's Actually, if you look, read through Romans <clears throat> 5, uh, Paul does go on to say there are differences, right? Um, um, yeah. You know, it, it, it's like um, Ad- Adam's, Adam's sin condemns all of humanity, but uh, uh, Christ's righteousness rescues only the church, you know, only his people. Um, but uh, but it, ha- it doesn't have anything to do with yeah. us. But in terms of like the actual structure or like the representation, they're kind of, they're the same. Exactly, okay. it's representational. Okay, that's how salvation works. It's representational. Mm-hmm. Um, this is this this is the core of what the gospel is. This is why Christianity is radically different than all other religions. All other religions, there are there's no representatives. You're on your own. Mm-hmm. Whatever you do, you, yeah, you you rise and fall on your own acts. And so if you disobey God, you're going to hell. But if you live well, and if you do good deeds, then you go to heaven. And so Christianity says, no, it doesn't have anything to do with you. Because it, it has everything to do with repre- who your representative is. And that, I, even Christians, I feel like, don't quite yeah. understand that. Or Super quite, mind-blowing. Yeah. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> or, or Harry? No. So, so I can really go, ahead. go ahead. So where would like unborn in or babies and like babies yeah. who die? Where would? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I didn't include it in notes, <coughs> but uh, uh, just really briefly, I I guess there's there's evidence that um, well it, it says uh, I'll I'll just read a, a few verses. Here. It says um, let me see what I have. 
I don't have it down. I have First Timothy two five and uh, John three three where it says like we must be born again to be saved, right? Um, so basically, because infants are born sinners, uh, which is which is biblical, uh, then they're if we were to look at it from that standpoint, then they're guilty, right? Um, but Grudem at least says that, and I've read this in a few other places where um, there are there are uh, uh, there there may, it may be possible where God is able to somehow uh, regenerate them. We don't know. Uh, ultimately, we don't know. That's the answer. Um, <laughs> but if we want to tease that out, we can we can talk about that, and uh, I'll, I'll be happy to talk about that today. Unless Michael, you have something more to say on that. Oh, um, <laughs> I know. What do you think, Hannah? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yes. Let me pin it on you. What do you, you think? That's the question. <laughs> she says, she says what about, what about uh, uh, yeah. babies who die? I agree with Carrie. I mean, we don't know. Yeah. Ultimately, we don't know, but we, we do, a lot of people do hope that they, that God is, <laughs> uh, is able to, uh, I don't know, work in some way to, but ultimately, it's, we don't know. There's no evidence. There's no real evidence in the Bible, but yeah. There's that one D- David, uh, where David, um, yeah, David's son. He, he, uh, where David is just uh, praying and 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 crying and mourning uh, when his son is sick, his baby son is sick, um, and then when when uh, the baby is taken, uh, dies, passes on, then uh, then he just gets up and like nothing happened, and he. Says, yeah. I mean, I mean, um, there are there are different views. Um, I I I think that uh, I will say this: people's hesitancy on this issue is to some degree born from the fact that people don't want anybody to condemn unless they've actually earned it by doing wicked deeds themselves. And maybe we're uncomfortable with this idea that. that uh, uh, you can be condemned without ever having done anything, you know. And so, um, right here, if we look at this chart, right, you know, and even this line thing, it's it's it's, it's more like this, right? And 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 included in Adam's representatives <coughs> is okay, unborn babies. All right. So even 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 if they don't do anything, they're condemned. Okay. They're condemned because their representative was Adam. Um, and uh, if God has mercy on some unborn babies, um, uh, it's only by the grace of God. Uh, do we know this so uh, definitively? The Bible kind of gives us some hints that maybe yeah. that is the case. That God does have mercy on some unborn babies um, and that they're in Christ yeah. somehow in a way that we don't understand and we don't know. So, you know, it's, it's hard to say. But I will say this. God is absolutely right and just to yes. condemn and, and, and cast people who have never had a chance even at life. They're condemned because of Adam. Yes. And then I think and then that, that helps us to appreciate the rub. It's not what you do. What you do condemns you as well, but only secondarily. Yes. It's what Adam did as your representative <coughs> in the garden. You're, you're lost because he's your representative because what he did is credited to you um, that is the biblical understanding of, of uh, our relationship with God 
And people say, well, that's unfair. The gospel, I mean, that's the only way that we can understand the gospel. The gospel is inherently unfair because what did we do that, that we should deserve not just, um, uh, uh, not just to uh, be taken out of hell, but to be given, right? We're, we're co-heirs with Christ. We're given all the heavenly blessings. We have all the riches uh, of new creation. Why should we be given all of that? We're going to be kings and queens, you know, just like uh, Narnia, right? We're, we're going to be those, you know, just like those four, four kids, right? We're going to have, uh, we're going to be kings and queens reigning over the creation with Christ. Why should we have all of those things? What do we do? We're cowards. We're, we're, uh, we're undeserving. But it's because Christ yeah. as our representative. Yeah, that's really good. <clears throat> I still find it's pretty hard to accept, and I think maybe that's the excuse a lot of non-Christians use to uh, put down the, uh, the Bible in general, is because they, they look at it as being unfair, to totally unfair. Mm. And <clears throat> only if you accept this position that you put on the board mm. Is that uh, then it makes sense to them? Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, a good way to think of it is if they say this model is really unfair, and what they would rather prefer is this model, you know, and then your head is right, <coughs> and so you decide for yourself, right? And so, which way are you going to go? Good. You go to heaven, bad, you go to hell. Is this model all, you know, is this model really what you want? That's the model most people live, that's, mo that's the model everyone lives by, right? You are in charge of yourself. If you're good, you go to heaven. If you're bad, you go to hell. That is a scary model. I always say, no thank you. <laughs> I want that model. Because <laughs> I'm going to hell then. <laughs> People say, I, you know, I don't. Uh, 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 I think Christianity is a, a cruel religion. I believe that uh, all good people go to heaven. You don't have to believe in Christ. Then I always want to say to them, so you just you you telling me I'm going to hell, right? Because you just said good people go to heaven. I'm, I'm lost. You know, that's a terrible model. It's a, it's it's a it's a it's a depressing model. It's a. Um, if you really know yourself, only people, only people who like this are people who are, and they think they're like this, okay? I think the rub is when uh, we, you realize that God is there and He provides salvation, but you want to be the one to at least have sinned in some way before. That's why there's this argument about the babies. Yeah. When they're born, they haven't had a chance to sin yet. Yeah. So, I mean, there's the humanity side of it that people see it and they don't understand it. And it seems pretty harsh going the other way. I'm just saying that's a sure, sure. A, a, a pretty strong They want to be condemned on their own merits, right? On their, well, own, on their, own, on their fault, own record. On, yeah. on their own sin. Mm. Well, I mean, the other thing is that's just not how humanity relates to God. No. Humanity <laughs> relates to God. Through a representative, through a federal head, um, and God appointed Adam to be our federal head. One one other thing that I always hear that people say <coughs> is <coughs> it's fair that humanity is condemned because of Adam, because if any one of us was there, we would have sinned too. Has anyone ever heard that? 
Like if you were there with, if you were there and said that, well, you would have fallen. That's a false <coughs> way to think of it, right? We don't know. I mean, if Harry was our federal head, we don't know how things would have turned out. Maybe he would have turned out better, you know? But Adam is our federal head. So we fall and, and rise with Adam, and, and Adam failed. But I would also say, you know, life doesn't work that way, me, you know? Like, you're born in, if, 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 if you're, if you are, um, uh, if you're a black kid born to uh, a single mother in East Oakland, and she's a, um, she's a drug addict, okay? Compare that life to, let's say you, uh, you live in, <coughs> you grew up in a loving family, two-parent two family in San Ramon. But, you know, you, 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 you have a nice suburban middle class life. Okay? Now think about these two lives. Now, no, 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 think about it, right? Just when they were babies, right? Before they didn't do anything. They didn't do nothing. They were in their mother's wombs. Is their life already decided for them? To a large degree? Yes. Right? This, this, this baby in East Oakland, not going to have a good life. Very, very, very lucky if this kid gets out. And you know doesn't go to jail or you know doesn't have her his or her life totally messed up. And in the San Ramon kid, he's gonna be okay, you know, <laughs> most likely, right? Most likely. Most likely. So listen, right? It already works like that. Yes. Okay. Or let's 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 you know we're comparing East Oakland and San Ramon. That's already too close. Let's 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 do something else. Let's compare a kid growing up in San Ramon and let's compare a kid who grows up in war-torn Afghanistan. <laughs> Okay, what are the chances that this war-torn Afghanistan kid is going to grow up to be a billionaire? Very impossible. How? No way. And so it already works like that. The world already works like that. Life is already decided for you without you having done anything based on your parents. Mm. And your parents' life was already decided based on their parents. So it already works. The principle already works. You know, you're talking about monetary things, but what about being able to... Because you're born poor, that means you're going to be bad? More bad than the uh, other person? Um, how about this? What, uh, jail. What are the odds <coughs> that you're going to end up in jail? Well, the odds for um, black families, broken homes, and things like that are that they most of them end up in Very jail. Very bad, yeah. But not necessarily all of them. But, but, True. But, but we're playing percentages here where I'm saying that uh, even a black child in that kind of environment could grow up to be a very good person. That's true. That's true. But the principle already exists, which is that um, it doesn't matter who you are or your inherent qualities. Already, the the the, the 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 deck is stacked against you, just by being born in a broken family in East Oakland. Yeah, economically, it's stacked. Even uh, even in terms Morally, of morally, uh, yeah, even in terms or, of uh, prison, right? Well. High likelihood, uh, you may. End, I mean, if you if you grow, fifty uh, percent of uh, of uh, young black men spend some time in jail, which is really a tragedy. It's an incredible injustice in this nation. But um, that fifty percent is even a little bit deceptive because there's a there's a large black middle class mm -hmm. community right now. So if you go to somewhere like East Oakland, which is a completely broken neighborhood, and there's just criminality everywhere. And you grow up, and all your friends are just running around <coughs> in the street, um, and you know school is not uh, honored or, or, or advocated. 
you know, your, your future is almost written, right? And so can you go to this young black man who's 20 years old and if he ends up in prison, and you can, and can you say to him, look at, look at your white guy, look at this white guy who grew up in San Ramon, why can't you be like him? Shame on you. Yeah, you can say that to some degree, but to some degree, his life was already written, you know, just by where he grew up, just by the fact that his mom was single, you know, he didn't have a father. If his mom was a drug addict, that's even, that's, that's, that's even more, you know, condemned. And so we already operate by that principle, which is, it doesn't matter. Your parents decide for you. It's a harsh, it's a harsh world in that sense, right? Or maybe, maybe we who are Americans, we don't like that. But I think uh, uh, the rest of humanity understands that principle more. I think this is why so many of us <laughs> who are Asian, we're like, come on, got to get to a good school district, yeah, yeah. right? Because we understand. But anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, any questions? <laughs> <laughs> That's good, though. That, actually, I like that conversation. So my question is the, the going back to if we were in Adam's place. Because uh, I know how, how we always say, like, oh, it's in our human nature, right? So the human nature happened because Adam... Uh, took the fruit right it's yeah so now you're not talking about the legal status right the legal the status is 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 um is uh our standing before <coughs> the law but now you're talking about our nature our kind of like <coughs> our, our behavior right? right so if that were to happen if we were in adam's spot wouldn't we do the same thing hmm harry what what's the answer <laughs> yes i mean was was adam was adam was adam a fated to fail um in the sense that his nature was already corrupted and broken before the test. Sorry, I, he because he was created uh, uh, in God's image, he was holy, right? Um, and so for him to sin, I, I don't know, that one's that was kind of, people uh, attribute that to kind of his free will and, and his choice. But uh, saw, like in God's eyes, it, everything was already going to happen, in a sense. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, but what Kay's asking is, was was what did Adam have a bad nature? Right? Right. And the answer is no. Okay? Th this right here <laughs> we're talking about right here is corrupted nature. Yes. But he started he didn't start off with that. Okay, but he started with a pure nature. So what uh but Okay, so you know how people say, like, after he bit the, the fruit, that's when uh, sin entered humanity, right? Yeah. But the thought of him wanting to bite the fruit, wouldn't that be sin itself? Uh, yes. So it's, 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 it's the wanting that introduced sin. So the wanting and the, and the partaking of the fruit happen at the same time. So we can't really parse it out <coughs> and say, didn't he want it for like three days and like pat in front of the food and then take it? He wanted it, took it, yeah. that was all. Or just from like the, you know, like the typical uh, Christian thing, I guess, would be, oh, he bit the fruit, this is the consequence of him biting it. Mm. But it's actually before that where in his mind, he's like, that fruit looks really good. Mm. I could be like God. Mm. That's when sin actually That's correct. That's that correct. thought, right? Yeah. So in, with that thought, and pure nature, uh, how would that happen? How did, how did, how did that sinful thought enter his mind right. when he had a pure nature, right? And if, if Adam and Eve were the first two people, they were made 
I'm, I'm assuming they would be made more holy than I am because I didn't, I, you know, they didn't have the sinful nature that I have from Adam. So if them two holy people could fail, hmm. then who am I to say that I could change with what they did? <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so what people, what theologians say is that Adam had a uh, had righteousness. Okay, he was righteous because he was made in God's image, but he did not have. Um, let me did not have confirmed righteousness. Okay? Um, what does that mean? Um, it means that uh, Adam was born righteous because he, uh, he, he was made in the image of God, but he did not yet confirm his righteousness. He didn't do anything righteous yet. So that's why Adam put the tree the, the, the forbidden tree. So that, if you look at it like this, right? So here's the garden. And then here's the tree. Okay? Now, here's Adam. And he's presented with a tree. And the tree is a fork in the road. Okay? That's why it's called the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Good and evil. Right? Okay? So, this is the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And God says, don't partake of the tree. And if Adam obeyed, he would know good. He would experience, he would, he would be, have confirmed righteousness. He would perform an act of righteousness. So he would not just be righteous in potential. I think that's better, another way to put it. He would not just be righteous in potential. He would be righteous in actuality. Mm. Or righteous in, in, in deed. Right? But Adam faced the test and went and failed, and then he experienced evil, and so he, he learned what evil was, you know, and he did not know what good is, and therefore his uh, pure or untainted nature smashed, and now sin entered into his consciousness and his heart, and, it cr and completely corrupted everything. Does that make sense? I guess because for me, like, uh, if, if I were to look at it, seeing how if Adam would be more righteous uh, than say I then I could understand where uh, like for me it's not as uh, like how you're saying how we have to see the rub between having Adam be our representative you know how that's such a big thing but for me if I look at it as uh, for not being such a big thing because if I were in the same place I would probably fail too do you know what I mean so you would fail because you have a corrupted nature because right. of Adam. But he's asking you to get if you're Adam. Is right, that right. what you're asking? Yeah, so I guess... <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I would say, like, okay, so say... say so if, let, if I mean, was, let's say God, you know, he was creating all of, of humanity. Uh, he was creating the whole world. And he says, I'm going to create the first man. His name will be Kalen. <laughs> and Kalen will be made in my nature. He'll have a pure nature, uncorrupted nature. So you would stand there and you would face the tree, right? And God says, I, wanna, I want you to obey me because you love me, because you trust me. So here's the tree, don't eat it, and you will experience goodness and righteousness. And so that's the test. And so let's say you do, uh, you, you pass a test, you refrain from eating the tree, and you become righteous. Uh, then you have confirmed righteousness. And then what it would end up being is, as the head of humanity, 
as the head of humanity, all of humanity would become righteous. Right? And then you would enter immediately into uh, the new creation that God had always intended. Um, correct. That's correct. The the tree, uh, Christ only came in because humanity plunged into sin and death. But had Adam or had any, whoever was designated as the head, the, the representative, had, we, had he chosen righteousness, then we would be, all of us who are children of Adam would be flourishing, you know, in this uh, garden city. You know, God would dwell with us. We, we would be in paradise today. Okay, going along with that, would that mean that if we, if he had, ch- if he had chosen to experience that goodness, yeah. and we would enter into the new creation, yeah. would there also have been like times where somebody else would have, like? No, I don't think so. Because when the new creation comes, God, God, <laughs> see, it was it was a test, right? Uh-huh. After after Adam led humanity into righteousness, no more tests. Oh. It's just one test. Dang, he messed up. <laughs> Everything. But that was in. a growing test, right? Like the more and more he refrained from eating the fruit, the more he grew in his righteousness, right? True. It wasn't like a one act thing, like. Well, it's like debatable, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there's different ways to look at it. Yeah. So yeah. It, so a lot of people say you know Adam uh, would have had to refrain. For the rest of his life, um, I'm sort of of the school or mind of thought that it was a one, it was a test. Wouldn't that be almost considered work righteousness then? That's if correct. If we don't do this, then that won't happen. That's correct. Actually, we're saved Christ by Christ. works righteousness, regardless of whether it's under Adam or whether uh, whether it's under Christ. If, a- mm-hmm. if Adam had succeeded, we would be saved because we are righteous because of what Adam did for us. But we're not, and so cr- we're saved now. When, we, when people say, oh, we're saved because of mercy, but we, don't, we forget that we're saved by obedience to the law because of our representative. Yeah. So Christ obeyed everything. And so he, he did what we couldn't do. So that's why we have Christ. And that's why... Christ that's also great. faced the, the test. Right? He also faced the tree. Mm. Do you know what the tree was? Okay. Why did God put me on this tree? <laughs> <laughs> Cross. Yeah. Cursed is anyone who hangs on the tree. So he faced the tree. And he was in the garden, just like Adam. And then he said, he faced uh, the two choices. Will he go to the cross and obey? Or will he, uh, will he say, no, I don't want to experience it. And Christ's obedience is so weird. Because Adam obeys life, right? This evil death. But Christ obeyed, right? He obeyed, and then he experienced death. So deep. Harry, quickly pray. Okay, that's awesome. Father, thanks so much for Jesus, for uh, sending a representative for us to uh, that we can be bought back into your family and that we can enjoy your riches and and uh, what you had originally planned for us. We thank you for this. Thank you for um, uh, be able to worship you with you, uh, uh, worship together, worship you um, today. And we pray that it would uh, be uh, uh, be beautiful to you. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Mm-hmm.